Hey, what's up guys? My name is Coco and today we are on open mic with Jacqueline and Jared and we're so excited because today we're talking about identity. This is such an important topic and so I'm really excited to dive in with you guys and just see what the Bible has to say about identity and how we can live our lives in light of what we're learning today. Um, so really quick, I thought we'd start off with asking the question, have you guys ever been in a phase of life where you thought, this is it, this is like going to be my phase for life? Um, Jerry, can you think back to any times that you just yeah, were I in a feel, moment? I do feel a little targeted at this <laughs> question, because uh, to start this off, we're like, how do we start the podcast? And Coco goes, did anybody go through an emo phase? And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> um, I had some older siblings. I... Emo was like the popular music when I was younger, um, especially like in my group of friends. And I never went through the emo phase where I had like the the hair over the eye or anything. But, That's but definitely, sure that, I'm pretty sure hair was over your eye when I, I met you. I doubt <laughs> it. I highly doubt it. But I remember um, probably when I was a little younger than that, and I started listening to more music, like maybe early middle school, like sixth, sixth fifth grade. I remember um, looking at a magazine and finding like a guitar in the magazine for sale. And I was like, I'll probably get this for Christmas. I'll probably learn how to play. It'll probably like be one of the most defining things about me. And it never happened. Like I didn't get the guitar for a couple of years. And it was just, I remember like every year I'd be like, man, that's so sad. That's just like not who I am. But yeah. it was like, I remember the, the MySpace days oh, yeah. of like, you had to have like the right template. You had to have mm. the right look. You had to have the right song on your MySpace uh -huh. page. You had to have the right um, top eight, um, oh, if wow. you remember that. Yeah. Um, you, you would rank either your friends or you'd put mm -hmm. like important bands to you. And that created your identity. That created what was most important about you. Um, while you guys are talking, I'll see if I can find my MySpace page. But um, th <laughs> oh then, then you guys will know a lot more <laughs> about um, 2004, wow. Jared. So Jared, Jared went through an emo phase. That was, you would say that would would have been your identity back in the day. I or was try, I was trying to make it that. The start of it. I don't think I was good at it. Okay, that's um, fair. Yeah, I like it. But it was sad. <laughs> um, but it is one of those things that were like for us. I think it's easy. Um, we work with young adults quite a bit, and I think young adults are stepping out of high school. Yeah, where everything's kind of a tight funnel. Everything's kind of either chosen for you or or. Um, few choices to you get to college and it's like the funnel just opens up to this yeah. world of possibilities and that's what makes it exciting and also I think for a lot of people paralyzing right who am I going to be who are my friends going to be um, what am I going to do you know I think that's the question we ask people all the time like what do you do what do you study and what do you want to be and I know we like we ask those questions with like we just want to know what you're passionate about we want to know yeah. You know, why are you wanting to be a teacher? Why, why do you want to go work in that field? Um, but for a lot of people, even especially people that are graduating, identity is like, man, I've been going to school for four, five, six years. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not, my identity as a student is leaving me. Why, why do you guys think that like um, identity is such a strong like controller of our thoughts, our emotions, our, um, our sense of self like why do you think that's such a strong piece of who we think we are mm -hmm. well I think for like anybody like you said like that's like graduating or you're stepping maybe into like a new season of life the question is always like why do you want to do that or like literally I went to the uh, chiropractor yesterday and they're like what do you do for a living and like it's always just like why do you do this? What do you do? Like, especially if you're like stepping into a new season, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? They ask you that when you're like 18 years old. You're like, I have no clue. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I think it's our world around us. We're constantly looking for purpose and like 
that has a lot to do with like mm-hmm. what we identify with and like what we put our identify like in. And so that's just like a huge part of like, even just like our everyday life of like what you do every day, like from the moment that you wake up from the morning or like the time that you go to bed, um, there's constantly different things that you're passionate about, um, that you do every day. And that's what makes us all so unique is we each have something different about us that we either love to do or maybe we don't like to do. Mm -hmm. And something that we're maybe really passionate about that someone else like is like, Oh, that's not for me. Um, so I just think it's like in the culture around us constantly, um, probably from whenever we're in like elementary school, it probably even starts there. Um, so yeah, I even think about right now and this is everything right now, but comparison Yeah, that you, you see what everybody else does and you're like, oh, man, I remember being in, like, middle school or high school, and there were people that were like, yep, I'm going to be a teacher. And I was mm-hmm. like, I, I have no idea yeah. what I want to be. And it, like, made me panic and make, made me feel insecure about what I wanted to do because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. And it was really tough because you had that comparison of, like, I see what everybody else is or does or what they, what they you know, project, mm-hmm. and that makes it kind of tough. Yeah, it's like those people are, are far ahead in life because they know what's up, mm-hmm. right? And I love that you talked about, man, everyone has, like, purpose and – or everyone's looking for purpose. I should correct that because everyone does have a purpose. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, we can only find our purpose in God and uh, mm-hmm. through his word. He is the one that gives us purpose. And I think about how the Bible talks about how God has come to give us life and life to the fullest. Yeah. And until we can figure out our identity, uh, I think we will constantly be searching for how can we live our life to the fullest in different things, whether it's um, in relationships, in money, in working out, in whatever it may be, fill in the blank for whatever you have. And we will constantly be putting our identity in those things. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to fall short because that is just the way of the world. And until we can figure out what our identity is in Christ, that we are chosen. Uh, God has Mm -hmm. created us for a purpose, on purpose, for a purpose. Like when we know that like we are created to glorify God, Mm -hmm. then, oh my word, that gives us like so much freedom to be able to do whatever we really want to do Mm -hmm. that would honor God. God, but we don't have to put our identity in those things. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so freeing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, even just whenever you become like a follower of Christ, like God gives you gifts. Like when you're born, like every, like some people can sing. I cannot sing. That is like a gift. Absolutely. But there is so many things that we like can easily put our identity in. Is it a bad thing? Like, are those things bad things all the time? No, they're not. Um, But some of them can be harmful to us whenever we put, like, that's our sole focus. You kind of get almost, like, obsessed with it. Um, And you listed, like, some of the things, like, I even think, like, your job, like, can become your identity where that's all you're putting. Like, if I put, like, my whole identity in high street and, like, working in high street, like, that's not going to fulfill me. Like you said, like God is the one that's ultimately going to fulfill me. And like, just like I, like my whole life, like I've struggled with like body image and like, Mm -hmm. I know so many other like girls and even guys like have struggled with that before. And like, I had to remind myself of like who God said that I am. So like, if you're having like a hard day, whether like for me, it would be like body image. Maybe it's like a hard day at work. Like maybe you had a, like a hard talk with like a friend or a boyfriend, your husband, like whatever it is, like there's going to be hard days. Like you have to remind yourself of what the truth is and like what scripture says. And like God says that you are loved, that you are chosen, that like you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Like he knitted you together. Like 
God makes no mistakes. And so I think that's like so important to like just know is like if you're ever feeling doubt, Mm -hmm. because we're going to feel doubt like so many times in your life or maybe you felt like you didn't perform to your best ability or maybe you didn't, you know, execute that one thing at work, um, maybe that they had asked you to, and you just feel really down about yourself, but you just have to remind yourself of like who God says you are, or maybe someone's like said some like hard things about you and you, maybe you've been bullied before, like maybe you've been canceled. I don't know. (laughs) Like there's so many things or maybe someone's like looked you up and down, like who knows what it is, but you just have to remind yourself of who God says you Mm -hmm. are. Um, because ultimately that is going to be what fulfills you. Um, And I think, like, the beautiful thing about God is he never changes. Um, And a lot of things in your life are going to come and go. Um, You might have jobs come and go. You might have relationships come and go. Um, You might have a home come and go. Um, You know, different activities come and go in your life. But God will never change. Mm -hmm. Um, And even just, like, with finances, like, Mm -hmm. same thing with that. Like, you you might have a lot of money sometimes and maybe not so much, but... God is the thing that's always going to be constant and that you can always lean on um, whenever you're going through change or an identity crisis. Mm -hmm. If you're like, I don't know who I am, what I'm passionate about, you can always just lean and know that God has that for you. So you guys both kind of mentioned um, a couple of lists of, like you guys gave some some examples, like you said, like working out or your job or your relationships or um, a lot of those things aren't bad things. Right. Um, how do you know something stepped over from like, not a bad thing, but to a place where that thing is now starting to, in your mind, become your identity in an appro- in an inappropriate way, in the wrong mm. way, where just to, for, for an example, like, um, if you are dating someone and it's like you, your, your identity starts to become like, I am this person's significant other. Yeah. That, mm. that is the, you know, the most important thing about me. Those things are often good things mm-hmm. that become greater than good things to mm-hmm. you, and they become ultimate things. How do you, like, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's easy to see in other people. How do you start to identify that in yourself? Mm-hmm. I think we have to pay attention to what we're thinking about. Like, I mean, constantly, I think a great question is, like, what's consuming your thoughts lately? Mm-hmm. And sometimes if I'm, like, if I think about it, because – our thought lights are, are so, so important. So if we ask, like, what has been consuming my thoughts lately, then we can kind of reorient that to what God has and what God's word says. And so I think, ask yourself, is this certain thing always consuming my thoughts? Do I feel like if I don't do this, I'm a failure? If I feel like, you know, if I do do this, then I'm, I'm succeeding. Um, and I think that can help put things into perspective and to see, like, okay, like, is this in a good, is this in a good spot? If I don't succeed at this, I know I still matter to God and I still have a good plan and purpose because that's what God's word says. Or do I feel like I'm derailed and I'm just a failure? So I think really just keeping our thoughts in check is one way to do that. Yeah. I would also like be cautious if you feel like you're like obsessing over it almost like, um, maybe it's, you're posting every day or you want your Instagram feed to look like super good. Or maybe you want to have like, you always want to make sure you like look the best and have the best outfit or whatever it is, um, or have like the most friends, like what, whatever it is, you just have to be careful that you're not obsessing over that thing. And I think when it's no longer, um, like glorifying God is when it can get, um, 
a little iffy um, because if you're following Jesus, you constantly want to be pursuing him um, and just looking more like Jesus. And I think it's important to make sure that you're not obsessing over things that are only temporary in this world. Um, and I think it's always important to look to see, is this glorifying to God? Mm-hmm. Is having an in- Instagram glorifying to God? He doesn't care about Instagram, but he probably does care about the way that you handle it. You know, is it becoming like, oh, every five seconds you're like on Instagram, like maybe you need to take a break. Maybe you, you know, just need to have have someone speak into your life, like ask a trusted adult and be like, hey, or even like a friend, like, hey, is there like an area in your life or, hey, I feel like I've been like this a little bit in this area of my life. Like, what are your thoughts? And honestly, like if you have like real, like good friends in your life, they're going to speak truth. So that's always good to like look out for that too. Yeah. I think of the verse, whether whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And if we start to put the glory in our job or a relationship or the friendship, whatever it may be, then it's not that's not in its right place. So then reorienting things to, okay, like I'm going to live in honor and glory to God and then everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what you said about like community, bringing community in on this is so huge because yeah. Jared, like you said, it's hard for us to realize, man, this is taking a front seat over here. It's taking control, but your other friend can be like, what is going on? And mm-hmm. if they are a believer and they're a trusted friend, then that like if you have that accountability, then you can say, hey, like I feel like you've this has been consuming your thoughts or the way you're talking, like what's going on? And I think that is so helpful to have people in your life. So get in a group. Well and I think about like that happens I think it's on both ends of the spectrum. Somebody starts a new relationship, starts a new job. Uh, picks up a new habit, picks up a new hobby. Like those are all good things that should happen. Mm -hmm. But when they start to negatively affect the other places in someone's life, Mm -hmm. that's where community can kind of be that boundary for them and go, hey, you used to serve all the time and you haven't been here. You used to be at small group all the time. You haven't been here. Hey, Mm -hmm. you you seem like you have a different attitude and outlook. Are you okay? And when the negative happens, we can kind of be a a barrier, a, a, a boundary for them. And I think about the positive too. I think about some of my... The, the things that I feel like I'm best at are some of my, my, my things that when that doesn't go well, I'm like, I'm devastated. Mm. And I just remember um, one of the times, like, I, I speak to people for a living, and one of the times I felt like I fell flat on the floor. Mm. I, and this wasn't that long ago. I felt like I messed up. felt like it was, like, not my best. Um, got nervous and then did a bad job, and I was just, like, you know, just felt awful. And then somebody was like, man, you do so many things well. And I'm so glad that this is just part of it. Hmm. They knew, they knew I didn't feel good. They knew I didn't feel great about it, but they reminded me of like, Hey, you're, you're still the same person that you were before. Even though this thing that you put on the shelf is like something you feel like you're good at didn't go well. You're more than that. Hmm. And it was like, that person spoke some life into me at that moment. And it was like, man, that doesn't define me. That's not, that's not everything about me. Mm -hmm. I'm not my worst. I'm not my best. I am who God says that I am. So I, I have a, a question. What does, um, what does putting your identity in one of those things, how does that affect us? Like if, if you want to put your identity in working out relationship, anything that can define you, like does that negatively, positively affect you? Like just the way that you live in a practical sense, like does that change things for you? Yeah, I think absolutely it does. Um, 
I think we are created for our identity to be in Christ. And so when it's not that way, Mm -hmm. then everything's askew. So if we are constantly putting things above that, we will always feel this sense of like longing. And so I think like we have got to figure out how can we really like dive into God's word and figure out what is, who does God say that I am? And like nail that down. And then from there, we can do all that God's called us to do. And we can do that with passion and purpose. And um, because we're not like, well, I'm going to try this and see if this works. And then if that doesn't work, I'm going to try something else. Like, okay, no, we already know we have a base level of who God's created us to be. So I think it totally affects us. And like you said, we we can see it in other people a lot. But uh, inviting someone to say, hey, like, will you take inventory with me in my life? Like, do you see this anywhere? Um, and I think that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. What about when somebody has a strong identity in, like, Christ and they're, like, rooted in him? They they know who they are. How does that affect someone, like, ha- that you guys have seen? So, basically, just, like, anyone that's strong, re- like, they have a relationship with Jesus, but maybe they're putting their identity in something X, Y, Z, right? Well, I was asking, I, I kind of changed the 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 setting. Okay. So like the first question I asked was like, what are the negative effects yeah. of like, which you can answer that. You looked like you had a question, <laughs> an answer to that and I cut you off. You're but good. the, but the second half of it would be like when someone is rooted in Christ, yeah. what does that mean for them? Mm. Like, how does that kind of air out? I, when I, when I think about people who their identities in Christ, I think I'm like, I want to be more like them mm. because they are um, passionate. They love people. Well, they, uh, they have like a good view of who they are so they're not constantly putting themselves down. They're not constantly, you know, I, I think of the two different people, someone who's like, man, I'm not good at that. Or I, I you know, I, I'm never going to be able to do that. And the person that does have their identity in Christ is like, well, God's on my side. I already know that he's called me to this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it. And so I think there's yeah. confidence that we can have through Christ and through knowing who we are in Christ yeah. that other people and this world truly doesn't have. I think we've talked a ton about confidence on like, different podcasts and stuff, but we, we can have godly confidence in who we are. And like, that's how I want to live my life knowing like, man, God has created me exactly this way. And I'm going to do my creative best to identify the gifts that God has given Mm -hmm. me and use it to the fullest. Like in the Bible, it talks about if you have the gift of leadership, then lead like God is like leading you. It's like, do you have the gift of hospitality? Like welcome people in do it to the best of your ability. And like that gets me like so excited because mm-hmm. if all of us, if, can, if you can imagine like young adults who come on Tuesday night, right? A group of 200, 250, 300, however many people and all of us know who we are in Christ, like we are going to accomplish so much more for the kingdom mm-hmm. because we don't have the distraction of, man, I don't think I can do that because I don't measure up. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, it's like, wait, no, I'm going to go for this job because God is on my side. God is with me. He has called me to this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try things. I'm going to be bold for him. And so I, like, get super excited for people to start to realize. And I think what helps with this is literally I have a list of verses that I've sent so many girls of, like, memorize these verses. Yeah. Like, think through this. And, like, there's several, but it's just, like, simple as, like, okay, I am the salt of the earth. Okay, if that's a part of my identity, I'm going to go and share Jesus with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I am loved by God. I am chosen. Okay, yeah. these are things that give us confidence and build our confidence. And so even just like I am his workmanship. Okay, like God created me. We talked about that earlier. Um, I'm a member of the body of Christ. Like I'm a part of his mission. Like 
this just gets me excited. I'm all of a sudden like really passionate about this. Um, but like <laughs> these verses, I'm just like, man, like that as believers, we can have our identity in Christ and we can be confident in who we are because mm-hmm. of um, this guidebook that God has given us. Yeah. And I love what you just said. Like if you are in Christ, like you are a new creation, like that mm-hmm. is just exciting news. Like my old self is a mess. And like, I'm just so thankful like and if you've experienced like the joy of Jesus and like if you've accepted him as like your savior savior and you're following him like it is the best thing that you could ever do with your life and like I just feel so much peace Mm. um knowing that like God is my shield like he's my protector Mm. like he has chosen me he has forgiven me like thank goodness he's Mm. forgiven me because I've done a lot um, that has rejected him in the past. And, um, I think that can give someone just so much peace. If you are in Christ, if you have accepted Jesus, like you have the God of the entire world on your side, which no one, no one can stand against that. God is all powerful. He, he can do anything he wants. And, um, that just gives me so much peace, just knowing that, um, you know, like, I have the spirit within me. Like I have the Holy spirit dwelling within me. Like I have to remind myself that sometimes that I have God's spirit within my heart. Like, do I measure up all the time? Absolutely not. Like I am, even though like I am new in Christ, I still fail sometimes, but I have like the God of the heavens, the earth on my side that is for me. He's not against me. You know, when I fall, he picks me back up. You know, like I was just reading in Psalms this week in my quiet time and just like knowing that he like shields me and he protects me just makes me feel so safe and knowing that I can do anything in this world, like with him by my side, even things that scare me to death, like Mm -hmm. public speaking, like doing a podcast, like these are things that are like scary, but with God, like with the Holy spirit, you can accomplish like so much. And I don't think it's a bad thing to like, know, like that God has like gifted you. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, I think it's so important to like call out gifts and like your friends and like affirm your friends. Like there might be something, um, like somebody on your work team or, you know, somebody that you volunteer with and be like, Hey, you are so good at like welcoming people. And you're so gifted at X, Y, Z, whatever it is, because God has given us Mm -hmm. these things. And like people need to know that, um, they are loved and that they are known and, you know, by others and ultimately by God. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think too, Satan so badly wants to distract us. And so if he can be like, Ooh, I'm going to make them always wonder who in the world they are and never be confident in what God has called them to do, then Satan's winning. And like, that is not what we want. Like God is like, no, 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 like rise up because I have a, I have a plan for you. I have a purpose. And so like, I think as young adults, if we can settle into who God's created us to be, like dive into scripture, you can literally Google, you can Google what (laughs) verses on identity and you can find verses on identity and like your identity in Christ. And then like pray and ask God to help you to see yourself in light of who God has created you to be. And I think that uh, if we can get that settled now, like, wow, we have like the rest of our lives to be able to be bold for God um, versus just being so distracted and unsettled because we're like, man, I just don't know like who I am. And so I'm going through these different phases or I'm putting my identity in all these different areas, um, we can just settle it now. Yeah, it goes for me. I think of the idea of like a tunnel vision of like, Mm -hmm. if I don't know who I am, my my vision has gotten so tight on like what what is what. And any sound, idea, 
thought that comes into my sphere, I'm like, that has to be about me and my identity. Where like in times that I'm rooted in who Christ says I am, I'm like, that, that may have been about me, but it doesn't really matter. Like it changes my whole perspective yeah. from this like, mm-hmm. you can have that thought about me and that's okay if you have that thought about me because it doesn't matter because I know who Christ says I am. Yeah. He's my creator. He's my redeemer. He's my sustainer. He's my savior. So like if you have that opinion, that's going to be all right. Yeah. We're, we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But when I don't have that rooted, I'm like, yeah. I mean, that means everything because mm-hmm. I can be a people pleaser and I want people to like me. And I, if you're upset with me, like those are, it seems like such a small mm-hmm. shift but like in the practicality of my mind, it's mm-hmm. everything. It's absolutely yeah. everything. So what advice would you guys give to somebody who's like in the throes of identity crisis? Mm-hmm. They're, they're looking for something or what they're in is not working or that maybe they just see the, the, the house of cards that like, man, I've built up. If somebody looked at me, they'd see me as a success. I have the job. I have the car. I have the house. I have the friends. I have the relationship, but it doesn't feel right because that's what my identity is in, and that's not everything. What would you, what advice would you give to someone right now that might be struggling through that? Hmm. Well, I think there's so many influencers and famous people that have it all, and they still are missing something, um, and I think that's all of us. Um, if And I think we've all gone through times where, like, really, really low lows where you're like, I don't know what I'm passionate about anymore. I don't know who I am. Uh, but something uh, that I heard recently is if everything was taken from you, your relationship status, you know, your kids, your job, you, every activity, like, if you were just stripped of all of that, who are you? Um, and to, to me, I would hope that you would know that you're a daughter or a son of Jesus um, and of God. And um, I think that's the most important title that you could ever hold, um, whether it's an entrepreneur, whether it's a father, whether it's a wife, whether it's a friend, whether it's a cousin, that you're ultimately first like a daughter or a son of God. Um, and so um, if you're going through an identity crisis right now, um, just look to Jesus. Um, maybe you've never prayed in your entire life before. Um, but just ask God, who am I to you? Um, and I believe that he will show you and tell you, um, you know, find someone that you look up to or know that's maybe spiritual, um, that, you know, DM us. Like we would love to just share truth with you of, you know, look in the Bible of, what, what does the Bible have to say? Literally, like you said, Google, like, who does God say that I am? Um, because when you're going through an identity crisis, and there's going to be times in your life, uh, whether, you know, whether it's the highest of highs or lowest of lows, that you're going to be falling, you're going to be falling short of something, of someone, um, that you have to remind yourself of who God says that you are, because that's the most important thing, most important title that you will probably ever hold in your life, no matter what it is. Yeah, I think that's so good. I would say all of those things. And I think for sure, like letting somebody into your struggle too, uh, because this is something we can, this is inside us. Like, so Mm -hmm. people don't necessarily all the time see uh, when we're struggling with identity, but like, like dive in um, to God's word. And literally, if you've never prayed and been like, God, like I am struggling with my identity tell him that like we can actually come to him for everything and he wants to hear us and he wants to like speak to us. And, um, I think letting a trusted friend in and tell them what you're struggling with and help them point you back to God's word. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, good things make terrible ultimate things. Yeah. So like, well, all the things we talked about, most of the things we talked about aren't bad things, but when they put, we put them in the seat that only God should have, mm-hmm. they're going to they're gonna be awful gods yeah. to us. Yeah. They're going to make awful drivers in the driver's seat. So um, yeah, let someone in, remember who you are. I, I just remember I had uh, uh, somebody tell me like, when you read your Bible, remember what it is that God says that you are. And it's, some of those things I wrote down and I, I'd yeah. say them, Back to myself. It wasn't a prayer. It was just reminding myself who God says that I am. Mm -hmm. And that helped me combat some of the negative thoughts that I had about myself. And it helped so much. Well, thank you guys for being on Open Mic. And we hope that you enjoyed and you got something out of this. We'll catch you next time.